Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good. Tuesday morning, tune is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in this morning. We appreciate it. it. Is Gil Alexander and Jeff Parlay. You good, Jeffrey? How's it going, man? You can't tell a story you just told 10 seconds before the show. <laughs> uh, we're just, what, what happened? Oh, we're just talking about Paul Brown Stadium. Getting renamed to Paycor Stadium now. Yeah, so I uh, is it worth telling the story? I guess it is. Well, I, think well, it's kinda, too, I think it's kind of funny. We're too deep now. Um, so uh, I went to the NFL Hall of Fame induction in 2008 because Art Monk and Daryl Green were being inducted. I had never been to the Hall of Fame before was probably never going to go again because these were the last of my boyhood heroes, right? They were going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame from the uh, Washington football team. And uh, Massillon High School was right next door. It's where the great Paul Brown famously was the head coach. Massillon High School, a renowned high school football program. They actually had betting lines on, on games of Massillon's. Anyway, we get there in 2008, me and my buddies from D.C., and uh, they're already state-of-the-art facilities. They have a bag of footballs in the back. We're like, oh, man, we can, like, throw this ball around. There's nobody around. Oh, my God, this is phenomenal. This is going to be great. So I drop back to pass, Jeff, and I throw what appears to be the most amazing spiral, which I feel went millions of miles deep. And the receiver, my buddy Spiro, comes back, and I go, Spiro, how far did I throw that ball? He goes, Gil, 29 yards. <laughs> but I bet you if you warmed up, you could get it out 32, he said. <laughs> It's just so bad. She's like, oh, wow, really? I thought I hurled that about 50 minimum. Uh, on the show today, Drew Dinsick, Mark Borchard on baseball. Joe Fortenball joins us. Hey, Joe Fortenball on the show from Daily Wager. He's got some uh, NFL season win total thoughts, some college football season win total thoughts as well. Uh, we'll get to Drew here momentarily, but we'll, I guess we could bring in Drew for this. A uh, little breaking news in tennis anyway. Um, and we don't talk about such things that, that veer off from betting very often, but the great Serena Williams has just announced that she is going to retire from tennis after this United States Open. She won her first-round match yesterday against Noria Parisas Diaz. Uh, she, thus far, the 24th major singles major crown has eluded her. 24 is the record, not only on the women's side, but really in singles play, period. Margaret Court doing it so many years ago. Serena stuck on 23. Remember, she won a major while pregnant 
in 2017 at the Australian Open. Here she is now about to turn 41 years of age. And uh, the great Serena Williams, who, along with her sister Venus, as, as you know, publicized and as regaled as their story has been, I would even argue that it is still the most underrated American sports story of our lifetime. But we bring in Drew Densick from the Deep Dive and Bet the Edge podcast, whale underscore capper. Would you agree with that statement? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think, um, you know, she stands alone as probably, at least in the modern era, the greatest women's athlete of all time. Um, sure, certainly the best women's tennis player of all time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of my betting career was sort of over the last half of her, um, you know, kind of real peak uh, as a player. And, um, you know, I had, I, it, there was, uh, you know, fear that's, you know, like that, that uh, just went through your heart when you ran your numbers and you realized you had a bet against Serena. You're <laughs> yes. like, this is not good. <laughs> I don't not feel good about well. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she was so dominant. She could flip the switch in any given match. And, um, you know, she, you know, she really defined excellence and, uh, you know, that's in, you know, in a, in a sport that, uh, is so singular, you know, you have no team to lean on. You're out there by yourself. Um, which I think makes it that much more impressive when anyone can really sustain winning over such a long period of time. Me too. Uh, you know, she was able to do it better than, uh, better than anyone else in the game. And, uh, you know, I think you can hold up her accomplishments against even some of the best, uh, of the men's and, uh, you know, she's definitely, um, you know, it has been able to hold her own, uh, in terms of just being at so dominant in a given sport. So, um, I'm, I'm ready to, for her to close the chapter here. I mean, you could kind of see this coming with the way that, you know, Wimbledon went and, uh, you know, just similarly, like not really preparing for these, but just wanting to be there to get sort of give the crowd sort of a send off. This was sort of the writing was on the wall for the last year or so. Um, and I'm excited to see how she comes into Roland Garros in terms of form. It would be pretty incredible to see her make a, a little bit of a run there, get into his second week of that tournament. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, the, the women's tour, if we're being honest right now, like since the French Open, Iga hasn't been anywhere close to the level we saw from her in the spring and summer, which is not surprising because it's impossible to sustain that level for forever. That's right. Um, She's not up to the 37 match yeah. win streak level. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What happened? What happened She's there? so no. bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, just, but just, she's, just no, to be she's clear, just, what Drew is talking yeah. about is that Serena has said, to be clear, the countdown has begun, right? It will happen sometime after the U.S. Open, basically. Is what nah, I mean, yeah. really, U.S. Open is her last slam is the way yeah. I read that, yeah. which is fine. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. The women's tour is at a state where there's really there's not, you know, that, you know, that some someone can surprise and if it ends up being Serena making a run at, at the US Open that would be a story for the ages that would be uh, awesome to see it yeah. would be yeah all right so we, we didn't intend to start on tennis but why don't we since we're here uh, yeah. the men are in Montreal the ladies are in Toronto north of the border you have any plays either for the tournament itself or for plays today uh, I got a bunch of carryover from yesterday. Um, decent numbers by the looks of the way the market has matured uh, in Toronto. I got uh, some Diego Schwartzman money line when he was plus money uh, against uh, Davidovich Fokina. Uh, and I, you know, I'm just in general expecting Montreal to play pretty slowly. I think this is going to be like I'm using basically Indian Wells type numbers in terms of court speed up there, uh, considering the cool weather and the, the wet weather up there. Um, generally a little bit slower hardcore court surface anyway. 
uh, up in Canada. So I think, um, you know, some of your club players who can kind of grind out wins have more, le- more life, more legs uh, in the Montreal event. Uh, and then uh, what else? I- I'm looking for Fabio Fanini to go down in straights against uh, Holger Rune. I think Rune is kind of shaking off some of the rust and uh, should be able to put together a-, a couple of interesting weeks here in both uh, Canada and Cincinnati. Um, and then, uh, you know, beyond that, I think uh, Yannick Sinner uh, is uh, underpriced to win the tournament overall. Um, I'm grading him really, really well right now. Uh, I have him effectively as top four, top three, really, with uh, some of the injuries going on right now on tour. Uh, he's had, you know, he's taken Alcaraz out now, tw- you know, twice in at Wimbledon and uh, in Umag at the final. Uh, he did it impressively. I think uh, Sinner uh, is primed to get his first Masters championship. I'm not 100% sure it happens here, but I think the conditions are right. Uh, and I think his path is is pretty favorable as well. So, um, you know that that's kind of the way I see the men's side shaking out. But you know we're you know we're in a a, a difficult time for tennis handicapping, frankly. Like the um, there are there's not a lot of clarity. I think uh, every everybody is kind of on even footing. There's really no true excellence. Uh, at least on them, certainly on the men's side. Uh, and then similarly, we were kind of laying it up for the women's, uh, you know, I, I don't really, I mean, you know, I'm not surprised. I think it was correct to kind of, you know, walk back a little bit, how hard they were pushing Yiga through that spring and summer. Um, so I'm not entirely surprised that she's, uh, taken a small step backwards here, but that really does open up the door for about 20 women in this field, uh, to win Toronto. So, um, Tough, uh, tough to say who's going to get that one out right. But uh, you know, I like uh, in the in the night match. Uh, I'm going to take. I took. I laid the price with. Uh, uh, oh, excuse me, not the night match. In the morning match, I laid the price with uh, um, Queen, our Queen, uh, Sh- uh, Zhang uh, against Marino. I think that uh, should be closer to minus two fifty. Uh, and then um, in the night match. Sorry, I'm trying to find all my bets here. I think Stevens gives Zachary a scare. I think that one goes the distance. Uh, I played over two and a half sets there at plus 160. Okay, so over two and a half in the Sloan-Stevens match, and you're on Kinwin Zhang uh, yes. in the other one. Okay, my three tennis picks of the day, so we'll get these out of the way here as well. Two on the ladies' side, one on the men's side. Ladies' side, uh, short plus money on Camila Georgie over Emma Raducanu. Uh, Georgie at plus 108. By the way, um, you should probably watch this tennis match for all kinds of reasons. Uh, <laughs> Daria Kasatkina at plus 102 uh, over Bianca Andreescu. Oh, like so I'm, yeah. I'm fading two slam champs uh, in those two in Georgie and Kasatkina. Plus 108 on Georgie, plus 102 on Kasatkina. And then a men's side. I thought this was a little I, I think I don't think this price is quite as good when I bet this last night, but it's still bettable. It's not that much higher right now. Miamir Kikmanovic minus 148 over Botic. Vendezenschulp, which is not quite as good as your Holger Vitas Dodskuff Rune, but uh, it's pretty good too. <laughs> so it's Georgie Kasatkina and Kekmanovic. Last thing about tennis in our last minute, we'll talk football here after the break, obviously. U.S. Open, did you make any futures plays on either the men's or the ladies' side? Uh, I got, I think I only have one in pocket and I'm not super in love with it, <laughs> but uh, I took Annette Contavite at uh, 32, 33 to 1. Um, it was in the time when she was kind of you know, kind of uh, mashing her way through uh, Hamburg. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, I just, I looked at my numbers. I had her as the number two rated women, woman in terms of hard courts, uh, you know, rating and, uh, 33 to one didn't jive. She's going to have the two seed there. Um, so she's going to be on the opposite side of the draw as Iga. Uh, I think you're basically going to have to pick a runner on the bottom half. Uh, when we see the draw, if you want to try to corner the market in the U S open for the women right now is kind of my read. What about you? Uh, I have my Ega ticket from the night Ash Barty retired seven oh, to it's one. Oh, like seven to one. Yeah, seven nice price. Yeah. yeah, so it's a beautiful thing yeah. to have. But I understand the Contivate play, and again, not quite a year ago, but after the U.S. Open last year, when it when it really shifted to indoor hards, she was unstoppable. Yeah. And that Dynamite. feels like it was 35 years ago at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She, she was impacted pretty severely by COVID. Um, and there has been shades of her shaking it. Uh, I think the, you know, the U S open with the day rest in between matches is going to be the important aspect to, for her to get anything done there. All right. Well, Serena's retirement announcement uh, shifted things a little bit, but we get to the NFL after the break. Drew has done a whole bunch of previews with Deep Dive and, of course, Bet the Edge. What has surprised him? What has he bet? Who might make the playoffs that you don't expect? We'll talk to him about all that. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, 
even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. I don't know if you got the memo. BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today. Won't take you but a few seconds. Then you stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Won't take you but a few minutes. And then, bam, you're blazing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay's here as well. As is Drew Dinsick at whale underscore capper is where you can follow him on Twitter. He does uh, NBC Sports Bet the Edge podcast with Sarah Perlman and the Deep Dive with Andy Molitor. Dinsick classic, as we like to say here. Hey, before we get into some of your uh, your preview takeaways of the NFL, uh, we were throwing around the Matthew Stafford thing at the end of last week and how this elbow injury might sort of be like the under-the-radar biggest story of the NFL where it's, you know, it's sort of gaining steam now, baseball-like injury, got an injection, only going to throw beyond a certain yardage, you know, coming, you know, at this date sort of thing. And so we were thinking, like, could this be, you know, fade away on the on the Rams kind of thing? You went the other way on this, from what I could tell on Twitter. Uh, I don't, I don't have a strong feeling that this is going to ultimately impact the fabric of the season. Um, the way that I read the tea leaves in terms of how they're talking about the treatment, how they're handling him in preseason is that they think they have one more bite at the apple to try to win a second championship with Stafford in his current state. They could have give the, you could have gone under the knife in the off season and tried to truly correct what this issue is with his elbow. We basically could have, you know, done the UCL. Um, and he elected not to team elected, you know, not to, you know, advise him to do that, which means to me, they think through the power of that 
training staff, which, by the way, might be the best in the NFL in terms of just keeping players available. Um, you know, they think they can make it through this season and have him healthy in the playoffs, which is all that really matters for a team like the Rams that's going to find their way in, considering the NFC is so weak and they have, you know, some absolute game breakers on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, and I, 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 I get that. I think that's a fair way to approach this, but it is playing with fire. And really the Rams entire ethos is playing with fire because they have built a stars and scrubs unit that has relatively thin uh, depth at yeah. lots of key positions. True. Um, but we said this last year and it didn't matter. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's, you know, to, to me, it is still a very, very fragile team uh, playing any type of futures now seems uh, to be, you know, but, you know, it's, you know, you're, you're ignoring the long tail. That is Stafford doesn't end up making it through the full season. And it's the John Wolford show in the playoffs, at which point forget about anything. Um, but I, I would still say that they're giving us enough signal that they think that there is a run here. Um, you know, I, I do not think they are treating this season as a, you know, house money. We got lots of years here. I, I do see them kind of identifying 2022 as, uh, you know, a second bite at the apple to get another Super Bowl. Um, and that's why they've done what they've done in the offseason. If Stafford goes under the knife after this season, it won't surprise me. I would pretty much take him out of contention for 2023. Um, but, uh, you know, I think they expect to compete and keep him available via maybe a little load management, uh, which wouldn't be surprising at all. And, and honestly, like they have the type of schedule that will allow for load management because they're in the NFC. Um, they have a couple of, of stretches that I think it would make a ton of sense to uh, kind of give Stafford a little bit of uh, a time off. And I, that's my expectation as to how they approach this. So what do we do? Alternate season win total under you or you, you said something about a Stafford MVP benefit got too high or what, what, what do we do with this? Yeah, that's, that was, uh, oh, so in general, uh, there are very few teams that I think realistically are in the mix for the one, one seed, two seed. If you're going to win the MVP, that's the criteria you're working with. You need a quarterback on a one seed or a two seed. Uh, I think the Rams can still get there. Even if Stafford misses a little bit of time, like if they give him uh, a break throughout, you know, through uh, the middle stretch of the season, let's say, uh, the Bucks. Cardinals Saints Chiefs four game stretch, for instance, where they're saying, you know, hey, we've we've got our division locked up or at least we're going to the playoffs. We need to give our guy a blow here. We'll we'll do it through there. I think they can they're still going to be in contention for a top seed, which is crazy to say. But the rest of their schedule is very weak. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, MVP case is still uh, live and 20 to one I th is, in my opinion, at least as you know, as favorable as you're going to get before, uh, you know, you start to see these teams play, you start to see him put up counting stats because this is still an elite, elite offense. He is still working with, um, you know, receivers who are going to compile counting stats and touchdowns in particular. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, he's going to have a decent case at MVP considering how weak the NFC is. Uh, and this is probably your by law. All right, so you and Andy do team-by-team uh, team previews uh, over at Deep Dive, Deep Dive Podcast, wherever podcasts are available. What has surprised you either to the good or to the negative thus far? Like, what team were you like, oh, I didn't really think that before I went into this further? Okay, so the biggest shift for me, and this is actually now currently my biggest misprice relative to market, was on the Tennessee Titans. Um, 
I had kind of assumed that this was a team that was going to regress a bit and that their market rating was fair. And the more I dug into exactly the way that they treated a lot of the off season, I feel like this is a team that is very quietly tanking. Um, I think the writing is on the wall that the Tannehill regime is over. He is going to run out his contract this season. They're taking their medicine with what they owe him. And he is going to be a cap. You know, he'll be, he'll be a, uh, uh, you know, a casualty in the offseason as they figure out the future going forward from the quarterback position. The fact that they drafted Malik Willis, who is a very raw talent, I think would implore that at some point in the season he gets starts so they see what they have on hand. Um, and then realistically, the rest of this offensive roster for the Titans is woefully, woefully, uh, you know, less dangerous than they were last season. Uh, I think expecting the Titans to fall anywhere near the middle of the league offensively is an overstatement. I think uh, you're talking about a ceiling that's probably 16 and a median that's more like 24. Uh, and so effectively the Titans to me look like a good bet any given week to go under their total really good defense, a couple of defensive standouts even that I think are really you know, worth building around. Um, but uh, this to me looks like the correct decision from an organizational standpoint and uh, a tank waiting to happen. And the, you know, the market is still treating them like they're going to go at or above 500, which I think, uh, you know, maybe a, maybe a reach. Jeffrey Parlay leaning in. Did you, uh, did you have a reaction? No, he's, he's cool. Okay. I just wanted to, just wanted to get no, in and get the, if you'd, it, about a month ago, I would have had a different opinion, but I kind of had the same path as Drew. Remember, I said that Indianapolis, I thought everyone was too high on them, but then the Titans roster, like Drew said, Titans roster's be- uh, offensively, other than Henry's, a disaster. Well, so here's yeah. the so again, the question with all of these is, so what the what bet does that trigger first? Does it trigger? Uh, Colts division bets, or in your case, because I know you're all about like the bad numbers on the Jaguars, <laughs> right? You're in love. Yeah, you're in love with those. Do you make Jaguars division bets? Like, what did it do for, or or is there a Derrick Henry's? Well, they're going to be trailing games though, based on on what you're saying, because you know, because there is a there's a school of thought that well, if they got ahead in games, the Derrick Henry would just be the Derrick Henry show. Maybe he's a comeback player of the year. Anyway, I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can dovetail off that. What did you end up doing? Uh, the, and you're right. I am warm on the Jaguars and, and I'm I, at this point, I'm trying hard not to let the fact that I got such good numbers influence my opinion there. Uh, so I'm trying to throw a little <laughs> cold water on the, uh, the Jaguars enthusiasm. Colts are very, very good. Uh, and if you want to bombs away on the, you know, division futures, first of all, the price is long gone. Like that's, it's getting out of range of bettable range at least. Um, and you know, I, I don't think that there is a schedule sequencing issue that you're going to get a better price in the Colts anytime early in the season, unless the Jags beat them week two, at which point maybe you bet the Colts to win the division. Then, uh, I think the plan of attack AFC South to finish third. Uh, I think even the Titans on a secret tanking mission still beat the Texans, um, which sets up them finishing third in the division at plus 425 as a really solid, solid look. I like um, it. It's basically your part. It's the way I kind of view that. If you think Colts, you know, high probability of first Texans, high probability of fourth. And then you're basically thinking of this as I'm parlaying the Jags win total over with the Titans win total under, and you're getting plus 425. I think that's a good wager. Yeah. Miss playoffs minus 105, not as sexy, but seems like it would uh, follow yeah. as well. Yeah. And, and that one, and you may not even be sweating that. Honestly, I'm looking yeah. at the Titans schedule. 
they could they could since they have this stretch in the middle where they're going, uh, Casey, Denver, Green Bay, Cincy, Philly. Uh, I think they come out of that stretch beginning of December, and you're probably looking at a two or three win team. Uh, and at that point, uh, you got the Malik Willis show versus Jacksonville Chargers, Houston, Dallas, Jacksonville to round out your season. So this Tennessee team could finish with five, six wins. Drew, can you hang for one more? I'd like to get some of some football stuff because. Uh... Nothing like thinking about NFL bets today. Because <laughs> you were you were kind of like slow playing it for a while, but now it sounds like you're uh, you're diving Warming in up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. More with Drew Dinsick at Whale underscore Capper Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. On the other side. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't forget our college football guide here at VSIN is out now. The NFL guide coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discount at $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for $40 a month to see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the... Sports Betting Network. Did I just do a uh, promo cross-up there, Jeff Parles? Is that what I just did? I believe I did. Oh, you actually did that right. <clears throat> oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, by the way, you know how I get on here and I talk about how there shouldn't be a pro baseball, pro baseball, Major League Baseball uh, Hall of Fame without Barry Lamar Bonds? I've done that many times. It's ridiculous. Uh, there have been other times where I've talked about Joe Jacoby not being in the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. But I've sort of let that rest. But when Tony Baselli walked in, and no disrespect to Tony Baselli, but it sort of like brings up again, how is Joe Jacoby not in the Hall of Fame? Decade player of the, you know, on the all-decade, all-80s decade team in the NFL, three Super Bowl championships, four Pro Bowls, was always up against Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White. He's not in the Hall of Fame from arguably the most famous offensive line in history, the Hogs? Total injustice. Total injustice. This is a very, I'm getting ready to tell a DMV joke. You ready for this, Jeff? Must have been that theater vision commercial. <laughs> That's just funny. It's funny to a certain region of the country. Drew Densick is here at whale underscore capper. Uh, also on the uh, Deep Dive podcast and Bet the Edge podcast at NBC Sports. Uh, before we talk about week one, because I want to talk about some week one uh, thoughts in the NFL. I know we still have a preseason to play, for goodness sakes. But uh, it's always fun to talk about week one because you have some uh, distinct thoughts. Is there a team, like if I came to you from, you know, January and I said, oh, wow, this team made the postseason, whether it's NFC or AFC, and very few people saw this coming. What team might that be based on what you've been looking at? Oh, I thought you were going to let me make a make a stump case for Charles Mann should be included in the Hall of Fame as well. No. He's my my guy is Charles Mann. Yeah, uh, but uh, that's okay. the <laughs> the, uh, the team that makes the playoffs that's a surprise. I mean, my my choices, frankly, is the Jaguars. Really, I think people are expecting them to win around seven games, and they're among AFC teams. It is very very uh, difficult to look at any AFC schedule and conclude well that's a pretty favorable schedule. But Jacksonville absolutely has one of those. Um, sequencing especially. And so uh, I think, you know, Jacksonville sneaking their way into the playoffs is entirely plausible. Um, 
I, and you know, on the NFC side where there will ultimately be more surprises, um, I kind of, I, I hate even saying this because I don't want it to be the case. I don't want these, te- these guys to be in the mix. It would make for a miserable wildcard weekend playoff game, but uh, the Panthers have an easy enough schedule and a good enough defense that they might be able to push their way in with, you know, nine wins or so. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, yeah. those are the only kind of surprises that I could see. I obviously I've bet into a lot of Jaguars cause I think that that is the prices were just better. Um, I haven't bet any Panthers and I'm hopeful that uh, you know, that, Ultimately, that doesn't work out. But, um, you know, those are the only two teams that I see with kind of schedule upside that could, uh, you know, find their way into the mix. Do you bet preseason? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think preseason, I mean, I'm not breaking any news here. Everyone kind of knows this, but the lower totals, the margins all right around three. I mean, this is teasing heaven. Uh, if you're going to apply basic strategy teasers uh, to the NFL, you got to be a little bit careful not to burn out. <laughs> That's kind of the only uh, kind of cautionary advice I can give people. Um, you're going to get accounts closed if you hit it too hard, but yeah. uh, that's, that's, that's the most fun way to play the preseason Don't for me. Don't get greedy. You're playing the long exactly. game. You're playing yes. the long game. I always say, you know, yes. for so many years we had people who wore it like as a badge of honor that they were banned from William Hill, the old William Hill, not the current William Hill. And I used to always have be like, that's not, just, you shouldn't be playing it this way. Don't do it. Play the long game. Have as many op- uh, outs as possible. That's the strategy. Okay. Week one, regular season. What excites you about this? What have you bet? Oh, man. Well, just in general, the card is really good. <laughs> there are so many good games. Um, and, you know, I think you know, more or less, uh, there are, are, you know, there are a couple of matchups where I have specific, I know that I'm high on a unit, uh, you know, an offense or a defensive unit relative and going up against uh, a unit that I'm low on. Like there's a couple of those, uh, pretty clearly, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars against your commanders. I mean, the fact that the commanders are laying four points against anyone is kind of insane to me, particularly if you believe or read or have talked to anyone in the know (laughs) who has been to training camp. Um, I've had since, you know, people who have covered this for 20 years tell me that this is the worst camp they've ever seen. Um, and yet here we are going up against a, a Jaguars team that, you know, feels like their, their schedule, there's, you know, their season wasn't, uh, uh, indicative of the strength of this team last year. And, uh, you know, they, coming uh, out of the gate hot with the wind would be they appear, not surprising. They appear to be getting their dance moves down pretty well though at commander's training camp. Five from what I've seen. <laughs> I just saw, you saw the president fired back a little bit on that. He didn't like, he didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, that was, he was saying, oh, that was from spring. Those were from spring organized activities. And, and the, that was uh, apparently a historic black, uh, college and university, uh, uh, you know, pride dance. So oh, someone uh, repurposed would, yeah. it yesterday. Is that what happened? Yeah. It uh, was, that was being passed around as if that mm-hmm. was from training camp. And in reality, that was from the spring and, uh, uh, in general, the dance moves themselves were meaningful to a lot of people in the African American community. So, I think uh, that was uh, that was fake news. Was it? Oh, was it a? Uh, was probably a uh, Omega Sci-Fi. It was some. I, yeah. That, no, yeah. 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 
Okay. But, uh, so in he, more seriousness, though, yeah, Carson Wentz looks lost. Uh, you know, I think Scott Turner, I have regard for, he has been able to craft good offenses, but, um, you know, they have problems in the offensive line. Uh, there is definitely clear issues with the, you know, second, third, fourth options in the passing game. Uh, and then the defense itself has, uh, you know, some, you know, stars and scrubs issues and particularly in the secondary, I think they, uh, they could get exposed. Jaguars plus three and a half. It's Jaguars every which way for young Drew Dinsick. <sighs> Yeah. On this show. Oh, my Doug, goodness. Doug Peterson, man. Yeah. Please don't uh, ever use the phrase your commanders, by the way. I just I can't. <laughs> um, what, else, what else week one? And then I want to bounce back to what you bet this week in preseason. But what else week one regular season? Yeah. Happy to take the points with the Giants as well against the Tennessee Titans. So common themes here. Bullish on the Jags. Uh, bearish on the Titans. I think six and a half is as good a price as you're going to get there. That one lands inside three either way. I couldn't tell you who will win. Uh, I think the total on Sunday night football between Dallas and Tampa Bay is going to come crashing down that 53 is absurd. Uh, that should be closer to 49 by my numbers. So the under in Sunday night football looks solid. Um, and, uh, and then the, I'm intrigued by whatever in the world is going on in new England. New England is kind of the mystery of the entire preseason so far in terms of what exactly is going on. The reports from new England have been exceptionally negative. Um, but you know, I think in general, they're going to have some surprises up their sleeve in terms of how that offense looks. I think New England Miami has the potential to be more of an offensive game than we've seen from these two counterparts over the years. And 44 and a half looks a little low to me. Um, so I think that's a, an overlook. And then, the you know, the Cleveland Browns are a tough one because there was rumors, you know, or at least speculation swirling that, um, you know, they were going to get an injunction for Watson and he might be available for week one. And how in the world are these guys one point dogs to Carolina? I've kind of come full circle or if, even if it is Joe Kobe Brissett, how in the world are these guys dogs to Carolina? Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. the Carolina Panthers, they, they dinked around with the Baker Mayfield trade for way too long. And then when they finally brought him in, he's not even getting hundred percent of first team snaps. They're still trying to develop Sam Darnold for some reason, even though he's on the trade market. Um, so just the fact that he is not getting, uh, you know, full bore integration into this offense sounds like a problem to me. And Oh, by the way, if you think the guys in the Cleveland locker room aren't just as interested in giving him a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of spite uh, yes. performance just as much as he is, you know, trying to, you know, revenge against the Browns or whatever narrative you want to, you know, plot it there. Uh, I think the Cleveland defense is going to show up that day and, and give him the what for. So um, Cleveland wins that game still, in my opinion. And I think that should be uh, on the other side of a pick em. So if you're getting plus money on uh, Cleveland, you're in good shape. Currently my favorite week one bet, I think Cleveland. I'm with yeah, you there. Uh, all right. We have a minute. Week one preseason. Week one now in earnest after the Hall of Fame game. What did you bet? Uh, so I just have some round robin teasers. <laughs> Every That's advantage just, teaser. All right, what, te what teams are involved? Let's put it that way. I got to look and see if the numbers are still there, but uh, certainly the Giants getting them out to eight is solid. Uh, I skipped Tennessee, Baltimore, just because Baltimore is the one team that takes the preseason seriously for whatever reason. Uh, and Though there so is some I, word know. that that might be shifting with them this year. So they're kind of, Oh, is that right? Nebulous. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I just skip Baltimore. If you again, if you're going to get, if you're going to bet Baltimore preseason, you got to do it early. Cause they always steam. Uh, I skipped that game. Um, I teased Atlanta uh, before that came. Uh, they're not, yeah, they're now pick them. This out one's out of range, but basically anything that you can get past seven, I would, where I would tease up to the plus. All right, man. What I love about this NFL and tennis from here on out, man, 
I'm sure there's other things we could talk about, but that's going to dominate for sure. Cannot wait. Drew, appreciate it as always. We'll talk next week. Hey, best of luck. Drew Densing, everybody, at whale underscore capper. Deep dive. Bet the Edge podcast. Coming back. Right here on a numbers game at Visa. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Esports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. No matter what your favorite sport is, you'll find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offers not available in... Nevada or New York. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here. Uh, Jeff, it's time for our annual public service announcement about the FedEx Cup. You betting this at all, by the way, in golf? Likely not, but we'll see. Likely not. Likely not. I, I make it my crusade every year to like try to get people into this. So the FedEx Cup is essentially the championship of golf here. It is a three-week, three-tournament arc where the top point getters from the entire season of the PGA Tour now enter this three-week event for just a ridiculous amount of money. $15 million purse week after week after week here. What did, uh, what did Brady tell us? The, the winner of this all gets $18 18 million. Yeah. $18 million. Oh. So just the public service announcement is the first of these three events and you'll correct me if I'm wrong here, Jeff, with anything I say. But the first of these three events is called the FedEx St. Jude Challenge, correct? Yes, Memphis is now the first leg of the uh, the FedEx Cup. Okay, so what you're going to see in this, there's going to be, there's inevitably going to be people that are tripped up by this. So some of the markets you're going to see generally are for this one tournament, which will say FedEx St. Jude. But because you see FedEx, by the way, how much is FedEx paying me for this? Please distinguish that from the overall FedEx Cup market, which, Jeff, we're only seeing at William Hill right now. Is that correct? The only one I saw that out here, yeah. The rare moment where something in Nevada is available and elsewhere it is not, although at William Hill it is. So just, ma- just know that distinction that the FedEx, the, the, uh, Saint Jude, the FedEx St. Jude event, which is the, uh, the Northern Trust this week, right, the Northern Trust at TPC Southwind, Rory McIlroy is the short shot for that. One tournament, he's the short shot. But for the entire FedEx Cup, which is a market we only see at William Hill, Scotty Scheffler is your short shot because he is the points leader. And remember, Northern Trust this week, BMW Championship next week, and the Tour Championship to close it out. Once we get to that third tournament, that tournament is funky and really tough to bet as an individual tournament because by that point, Let's say Scotty Scheffler still would be in the lead of the of the points, uh, the overall points uh, tally. He will start at ten under par for that tournament. Whoever's in second place will start at eight under. 
third is at seven, fourth is at six under. And so it's a staggered start in that way. So just know which market you're betting at this point. Is there value in the FedEx Cup futures right now? I mean, Scotty Scheffler is so far ahead. But remember, you can only start that tournament two shots ahead. So, But that looks like it's fait accompli. And are you going to bet against Scotty Scheffler with a two-stroke lead? Maybe you will. Sam Burns might have some uh, some value at 18-1. to 1. Let me just throw that out there. All right, Jeff, you put together some football props. What you got? I I, uh, I just picked... Picked from the array that is available. I like the one you came to and because this I is, noticed this. This is one that actually was pretty intriguing today. And six teams available at uh, at DraftKings for their longest winning streak of the regular season. Mm-hmm. And here you go on your screen if you're watching us at, uh, at vsin.com. The teams that are here are Buffalo, five and a half games, juiced under minus 125. Tampa Bay, the Bucks, also five and a half, a lot more juice on the under, minus 175. The Chargers, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Packers, all at four and a half. The interesting thing with this for me was, let's start with Kansas City here, Gil. The only team where you have to lay a price on their over to have a winning streak for them of over four and a half games. Everyone else, you are laying prices on the under, Across the board. So Kansas City, you look at the Chiefs, Gil. Coin flip, in other words, basically. You you and I are both, you and I are both in the camp that this feels like a down year, all things considered, for Kansas City. Uh, You know, down in quotes. Yes, exactly. And you you look at their schedule. Gil, this will be the ultimate sweat, this potentially. Is, this is a brutal schedule. For KC, because yeah. if they're going to get a five-game winning streak. It's going to be at the very end. It will be week 14 yeah. to the end. Because everything before that has landmines. As you see, Cardinals, Chargers, we won't want to do the ats or the homes here, but here are your opponents. Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, Bills, Niners before the bye. Brutality. Just absolute brutality. And then after the bye, while you do have a Titans and Jaguars, then you have an at Chargers and a home against the Rams and an at Bengals. You're right. Week 14 and on is where this will ultimately, you know, most likely get settled. It's at Broncos, at Texans, home Seahawks, home Broncos, at Raiders. What could go wrong? But it's four and a half, right? Yes, and I have to win five in a row. Oh, you got to go under. Yeah, I think it has to be. Because, because even if you... Let's say you have that four-game streak heading into week 18. A, you're at the Raiders. And then B, you don't know what position the Chiefs are going to be. Let's say they have, in the greatest scenario, clinched a one seed. But let's take that off the table. Or in perhaps a more likely scenario, are only playing for seeding. And remember, we tend to overrate seeding here when we do this late in sports seasons. To me, that's an under or nothing. I think it has to be. Yeah. I think it has to be. Let's go to the Bills. Let's go to the Bills. The the Bills, I don't think you – the Bills kind of – it happens not late season like it does with the Chiefs, but midseason. If you go to the Bills schedule, and they're at five and a half, not four and a half. Longest winning streak props we're talking about. The Bills are at five and a half. The over is plus 100. The under slightly juiced at minus 125. Bills, tough early, right? You see it at Rams, you see it at Ravens, you see it at Chiefs. And then after the bye, 
this is where they could make hay. Home Packers, I am a very down on the Packers myself. At your Jets, Makai Becton, serious knee injury. How are you feeling about that? Not good. Yeah, not good. Home Vikings, home Browns at Lions. I mean, it's dicey, right? At Pats, home Jets, Dolphins at Bears. I mean, there's enough, there's enough winnable games here where I would not touch this. I don't want any part of this. Now, with it being needing to get to a six-game winning streak is what makes this but really the, difficult. But they're good enough to do it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. They're, look, it's not happening early in the season. Nope. Before the bye, those first six games, that is a brutal opening six weeks. Mm-hmm. And I know you're down on Green Bay. I'm not going to... I'm not going to count Green Bay out of that game in Western New York after that, but you are right. That stretch that begins in the Meadowlands in uh, it, with, with that Jet game, if they're going to do it, it's going to be that stretch. But they have a lot of win- a lot of winnable games the thing about up these, until though, Week 17. I mean, think about what we're betting. Like, if you – anybody who's betting an over on these, think about it. You're like – you're betting a normal kind of everyday price – to win six games, and we're like, why would you ever bet that? It would be a rollover one. This would, yeah, this would, this to me is like unders or nothing kind of thing. I love the Kansas City one, certainly as compared to this. Let's do one more before the break. We'll do a few others afterwards. Let's hit Tampa Bay as well, also okay. a five and a half. And the Bucks uh, again, heavy juice under here, minus 170 on the juice at five and a half for Tampa Bay. Where, uh, Gil, you, you have a schedule for the Bucks. Where the first, the first month is very difficult. Mm-hmm. First month is very difficult. A pair of tough road games to begin your year on Sunday night at Dallas and at New Orleans for whatever reason. The Saints have owned them in the regular season since Brady has gotten there. Green Bay, Kansas City right after that. The big, the big question mark comes down to what's how the, do they handle those two home games mixed in there after that first week? What's their number? Five and a half? Five and a half. So oh, it's a bigger is, number. This is an under. And I... Under. It probably has to be. Because there's too I, many. The, the, the games are too, like the tougher games again. And again, you know, paraphrase, not paraphrasing, but prefacing all of this by saying when you do the whole win, loss, 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 win thing, you know, when you look at schedules, obviously that's, you know, rife with pitfalls. But I think if we, if you generally do this with the Buccaneers, they're spaced out enough where you're not putting together a long streak. I could see a six a six game win streak from week five to week ten. I could see it. Baltimore is a Thursday night game at home. You got the Ravens and the Rams. I know back it's to a back. tough back to back, but though at home, but still extra rest going into that Ram game. Nah. it's tough, but I could see it in that six games. Under Chiefs, under Bucks. These are pretty good. These are I think these are kind of bettable. I think Kansas City is the best of the three that we've done so far. That's the most bettable under of them. But if you again, you agree with me? If your if your if your instinct is to bet over on these, you're doing something wrong. I would be very careful about betting overs. We'll get back to some of these later. Mark Borchard on Major League Baseball next. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is where projects come to life. 
Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Bosch at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.